0: Steve Adler, I've always been a fan ever since a group of us got together and started it. I know you're a founder. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm one of the small group that said there really needs to be a, a voice that represents uh, progressive thinking on statewide issues, that really does uh, mass communication, something that is uh, reacting real time. So I am really proud that it is still up and running and doing better than ever before. It's Tuesday, February 20th, 2024, and this is the Progress Texas Daily Dispatch Rapid Response on the breaking news stories Texas progressives need to know. I'm Chris Mosier. Early voting in the 2024 primary starts today, and the Newswire is full of stories related to the primary, complete with potential indicators of the way things may end up going. But with the low turnout expected, it's important to remember that even small groups of voters... Or unseen trends in voting can make huge differences at this stage. This is why it's so important for informed, dedicated progressives like you, dear listener, to make sure and get it done. Maybe even today, hit GoVoteTexas.org for any voting questions you might have. Starting with some new polling results from the Texas Politics Project at UT Austin, who plied 1,200 Texas voters for their thoughts on border security, abortion and gun laws, and other issues. The poll finds that 59% of voters, including 71% of Republicans and 48% of Democrats, answered yes when asked if they support making it harder for migrants fleeing violence in their home country to seek asylum in the U.S. When asked if the current border situation should be considered a crisis, those numbers skew more Republican. As you might expect, 74% of GOP are buying Governor Abbott's border theater, while only 20% of Democrats think we have an actual border crisis. Looking at the U.S. Senate race, 73% of Republican voters have favorable views of Ted Cruz likely somewhat more reflective of personal rather than job performance assessments, which is perhaps the most striking item here, illuminating just how wide the left-right chasm has actually spread in Texas. On the Democratic side of the Senate race, Congressman Colin Allred holds only a slim majority of 52% over the rest of the Democratic hopefuls, not a comfortable edge for the Allred camp's hopes of avoiding a runoff, while Cruz still holds a comfortable lead over any Democratic challenger in November. On abortion, 45% of the overall respondents believe abortion laws in the state should become less strict. On the other hand, compared to 32% of Republicans and shockingly, 25% of Democrats in this poll think our current abortion regulations should become even tighter, which in the presence of a near-total abortion ban is hard to picture. As always, polls are polls, and there are certainly items here that make this one seem a little iffy, but still, progressives have got to turn out in huge numbers, both in the primary and in general this fall. Not exactly promising vibes for our governor from a recent stop in North Texas, where Greg Abbott is continuing his relentless tour of Texas, supporting primary challengers for Republican lawmakers, many of whom were elected with an Abbott endorsement years back, but who later resisted our governor's efforts to drain the coffers of their small town public schools via a voucher handout for wealthy Texas families. Adriana de Alba at WFAA in Dallas says our governor was in Cleburne yesterday to rally alongside a challenger to incumbent rep Dwayne Burns. The governor drew about 100 people. Meanwhile, Burns held a much larger event on the same day that drew a much bigger crowd, including several city mayors and law enforcement leaders. Now, let's be clear and say that Dwayne Burns is generally not a progressive ally. Don't get us wrong here, but it is promising to see that rural voters appear to be seeing through Governor Abbott's desperate efforts to satisfy his billionaire pro-voucher donors. Ewan Palmer at Newsweek says MAGA types in Texas are in a tizzy over the unsurprising endorsement of President Joe Biden by the main newspaper of our largest and heavily Democratic-leaning city, the Houston Chronicle, whose editorial boards say they back Biden in the Democratic primary and for re-election so he can make life better for the American people as well as prevent the chaos, corruption, and danger to the nation that would accompany his presumed 2024 Republican challenger Donald Trump returning to the White House. The Chronicle's editorial board adds that the many positive achievements of the Biden administration serve as a potent reminder to his fellow Democrats, to independents, and to those Republicans who have somehow resisted Trump's cultish appeal that the nation has a viable alternative. Down to San Antonio, where Brian Woods writes in an op-ed for the San Antonio Express News, if you care about public education, vote in the Texas primaries. Considering that only 18% of registered voters cast ballots in our state's primary elections in 2022, as we've noted, Texas primaries are profoundly consequential, as decisions about which candidates to nominate are being made by small, politically motivated groups of Texans on both sides. And so... For Texans who care deeply about public education or any other issue for that matter, the primary is really the election where a difference can be made. As Woods says, decisions are made by those who show up. Also from San Antonio, Andrea Drush writes in the San Antonio Report on moderate Republican Tony Gonzalez, who's another GOP officeholder being blasted from his right for working with Democrats on gun safety, same-sex marriage, and border security. Gonzalez replaced another centrist Republican with a military background in Will Hurd, as you may recall. But in an era where centrism is being seen as a serious flaw by the MAGA forces that appear to be running the show over there, Gonzalez is beset by multiple motivated challengers. That's one GOP primary to watch for sure. Back to the San Antonio Express News where Amanda Drain writes on the primary race for a seat on the Texas Railroad Commission. We've endorsed Democrat Bill Birch in this race. Look for him to return to our podcast feed later this week. On the Republican side, incumbent board chair Christy Craddock has a primary challenger and political newcomer Jim Matlock. As we've talked about, the Texas Railroad Commission is a very powerful but still somewhat clandestine political entity in Texas, which doesn't have anything to do with railroads, but rather oversees the state's multi-billion dollar oil and gas industry. Its three powerful commissioners, who are generally unknown outside of the energy sector, have primary regulatory jurisdiction over pipelines, natural gas utilities, and mining operations. It's important that this commission include people like Progress Texas Endorsee Bill Birch with extensive expertise and an eye to a clean environment in Texas for the future. A heartbreaking video to watch in the show notes today from ABC News covering a pregnant Texas woman, as so many have been, forced to leave Texas to find desperately needed abortion care for a wanted but doomed pregnancy. As you'll see in the video, this trip for her and her husband to Washington, D.C. is anything but a vacation. Important watch to see the real impact Texas's ham-handed abortion ban is having on everyday women who simply need appropriate medical care, a situation that politics should have no role in at all. See the show notes. Speaking of ham-handed laws, our new immigration law, SB4, while making its way through court challenges, is still set to take effect next month. And Aaron J. Montez of KTEP and NPR El Paso says a coalition of 35 immigrant advocacy, human rights and faith-based organizations have kicked off a campaign to prepare residents of Texas for the new border enforcement law. They're also staging statewide protests of SB4 which authorizes law enforcement to take into custody anyone they suspect has crossed the border illegally and authorizes judges or magistrates to order these suspects to cross back into Mexico, regardless of their nation of origin. Over 100 people joined the kickoff march in El Paso late last week, and similar protests are scheduled in Sierra Blanca, Presidio, Eagle Pass, Laredo, the Rio Grande Valley, San Antonio, San Marcos, Houston, Dallas, and Austin. See the show notes for more. Mark McKinnon at Vanity Fair asks a great question. How did Texas slip into the MAGA abyss? McKinnon comes to this question as a former advisor to George W. Bush, the elder, and a former consulting partner with Governor Ann Richards after her service in the 1990s. A good, if disheartening read that traces the evolution of Texas Republican politics from the days of compassionate conservatism to the Tea Party to MAGA extremists from George W. Bush and Senator John Cornyn to Governor Rick Perry and Senator Ted Cruz to Governor Greg Abbott and Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. As McKinnon puts it, from big-hearted to cold-hearted to heartless. See the link to Vanity Fair in the show notes. One last word from the MAGA types this morning who unsurprisingly are up in arms about new Democratic proposals in D.C. to connect the Texas power grid to larger neighboring national grids, but their reasoning you'll find interesting. Kaleda Rahman at Newsweek says Texas secessionist or Texit blowhards are calling that effort a direct attack on their efforts to make Texas an independent nation. Daniel Miller, the president of the Texas Nationalist Movement, says he's encouraged in his group's mission by recent confrontations between Governor Abbott and the federal government over border control, and he's called on the governor to call a special session of the Texas legislature to put the question of Texas independence to voters. You asked me, though such a session would be a worldwide laughingstock, I'd love for these folks to have the opportunity to make their treasonous tendencies official, so bring it on. Ten days left in Black History Month, and Progress Texas continues celebrating throughout February from our calendar of related events across the state to ProgressTexas.org in the Houston area on Saturday, a Black History Month celebration and Museum Family Day embracing cultural heritage through art at the Pearl Fincher Museum of Fine Arts in spring, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturday. In Austin this weekend, also on Saturday, it's a Black History Month Kids Day at the Carver Museum, a fun-filled day of celebration and learning for the little ones about the rich history of black culture, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday. Also on Saturday in Dallas, the 2024 Taste of Soul Soul Food Cook-Off, a celebration of the diversity of soul food cuisine featuring some of DFW's best chefs and creations. Sounds awesome. 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Saturday at the MLK Junior Recreation Center on Pennsylvania Avenue And finally, the 2024 Black History Film Series, also Saturday at the San Antonio African American Community Archive and Museum on South Presa. They're presenting Gaining Ground, The Fight for Black Land, a stirring documentary film from executive producer Al Roker and Emmy-nominated director Eternal Polk. That's Saturday night starting at 6. More details on all these events and the full schedule for Black History Month 2024 can be found again at our website also through this leap month of february progress texas is looking to add 29 new recurring donors one per day this month to support our important work this election year we invite you dear listener to officially join the team go to progresstexas.org and click the donate tab at the top and while you're there be sure to hit our web store too where you can choose from y'all means all Revolution, or our most popular humans against ted cruz t-shirts all union made right here in texas That's the Progress Texas Daily Dispatch for this Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. Links to all these original stories can be found in our show notes. If you're enjoying our podcasts, an easy way to help spread the word is to leave us a positive review on the podcast delivery platform of your choice. And also be sure to tell your friends about us. Progress Texas is a nonprofit rapid response media organization promoting progressive messages and actions. While campaigns come and go, we're the permanent home for progressive media and action in the Lone Star State. Again, find our web store and other ways to support our ongoing mission at ProgressTexas.org. I'm Chris Mosier. Have a great day. Happy voting. We'll see you again tomorrow morning.